thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Failing Awesomely podcast. In this episode, I have my adorable husband, David, joining me tonight. Hi. Hi. Thank you for being a part of this, babe. Thanks for having me. Oh, y'all, this this will be an episode. Um, we're about to share something extremely, extremely shocking. Extremely shocking. Hi, friends. I'm so excited you're here. Welcome to the Failing Awesomely podcast. I'm Lindsay Garcia, and I have a desire to share my stories of failure. Yes, failure. In business, motherhood, relationships, and while chasing big, big dreams. To say I've taken a lot of risks in my life would be an understatement. Here's the thing. In every failed attempt, there are multiple lessons to be learned. And coming out on top is not only possible, but I can almost guarantee it. Hey, if you fail, that's okay. Learn from it and turn it into something awesome. I, um, we, we've had a bit of a week, haven't we, babe? I would say it's been, yeah, been quite a week. Yes. I still can't believe it. Filled with lots of surprises. Um, that will, that are all at the end of the day, big blessing, but very shocking. I do want to say this before we dive into this episode. And I know by saying this, I will be giving away what our news is. But if you are someone who has been dealing with infertility or has had miscarriages, infant loss, anything like that, this episode probably isn't one for you to listen to. Um, Our news is very raw for us right now in a totally different way. So I just want to be courteous to anybody out there that has wounds right now from infertility or miscarriage that I would sit, I would sit this episode out. Um, if what you've been through is now a scar and you are ready to listen, by all means, I would love for you to be a part of this with us. But I just want to be courteous to anybody possibly going through a difficult time um, as far as trying to conceive a baby is concerned to give you the option to not listen to this particular episode. But um, to dive into it, whew, mama hasn't been feeling well lately. Mm-mm. And what really did it for me was I take a mild, like a low dose ADHD medication. And I've taken it for years other than when I've been pregnant or nursing or boys And it has worked great for me for years. And all of a sudden, it was like my body was rejecting it. It was doing the opposite of what it was supposed to do. And my body was freaking out. And I hadn't tracked my period in a really long time because what procedure did you have done back in May of this year, 2019? May 24th, I had what's uh, commonly known as a vasectomy. just like to point out that I drove myself to the appointment and drove myself home. Thank you very much. <laughs> macho, um, macho man. Yes, yes. But, you know, 
those things are 99.9% uh, good to go. And um, <laughs> apparently, we, uh, we're that point one percent. <laughs> so just like Lindsay was saying, uh, she wasn't feeling too well. I wasn't. month or so. And I mean, I didn't notice at all. But she, she, she noticed a little bit. I think she felt it more than I did. Are you saying that because you thought I was becoming crazy and you just don't want to admit that? or I'm saying this because we're on your podcast and I'm not going to go on record saying that you were acting crazy. <laughs> Quite the opposite, actually. Good job. Good Thank job, you. husband. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, if you haven't already guessed it, I took a, a, a pregnancy test a little over a week ago and yeah. it was positive. And I felt like I was in the twilight zone. I, anytime anybody has ever said to me, I had an out of body experience. I never understood that. I honestly always thought it was like a dramatic thing to say or a way to describe an experience. But now I get it because I had an out of body experience. I felt like I was outside of my body. I did not know what was going on. I just kept saying, no, 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 no. I was hyperventilating in our bathroom upstairs and I did not know what to do. And I couldn't believe that I was seeing a positive pregnancy test when I thought our family was fully complete. Now, side note, you did not go back and get your sample tested like you were supposed to. That is correct. Um, I was recommended to bring in a sample a couple months after mm-hmm. to verify that I was uh, producing negative sperm. And I never went because, you know, these things are supposed to be fail-proof. <laughs> well, obviously not fail-proof, but there's a really high chance that you're sterile after eight weeks. Correct. So I took, I guess we took that chance and we took the chance. I just didn't really want to go back there. <laughs> was it a traumatic experience, babe? It was a little different than I expected. Do you have slight PTSD over it? Slight. Slight. I may or may not have almost passed out in the middle of it. You said you got clammy. A little bit. Going from one side to the other. Ugh. Oh, man. It's the smell. Oh, man, babe. Sorry, sorry. We're getting, we're getting <laughs> real here on the podcast. It's okay to be real, but man, no. So, and what is really funny is the night before I took a test, we were talking on the phone. You were out on the road, you were working. Mm -hmm. um, And I had told you, look, I don't remember the last time I had my period because I don't track it anymore because I didn't think I had to. I remember. And I have been feeling really awful physically emotionally mentally I just kind of feel all over the place so I really need you to make an appointment to send in your sample so that I just have peace of mind knowing that pregnancy would not be what's happening to my body yeah we wanted to rule that out and I I remember you saying peace of mind yeah um just you know go get go get the test or the sample tested and you know just so we can rule that out I'm pretty sure it's not that Yep. You know, I think you almost I think you said I'm I'm almost certain it's not that, but just do it so I can have peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to make a doctor's appointment to see 
our regular family doctor to find out what was going on. Right. Because I already knew that the medication that I was taking was going crazy on me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know why and that had never happened. And that was really, really strange. So I was going to go to the some sort of doctor <laughs> regardless. But I, I kind of wanted to rule out, just completely 100% rule out pregnancy before making any appointments. And the next morning, you called to schedule bringing in a sample for the following. It was a Friday morning. Yes. And I scheduled it for Monday. Yep. And I was headed home that day, Friday. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you went ahead and did that, and I went and got a test that evening to take to try to give myself peace of mind, and the opposite happened. <laughs> and I remember I let you know, now we had gotten into a little bit of a tiff Silly earlier that day. Tiff. So Seems really irrelevant at this point. Yes, but it's why I sent you what I sent you. I knew you were flying mm-hmm. and I was already a little ticked. Mm-hmm. And then I found out I was pregnant and was kind of going a little crazy. So I took a picture <laughs> of the pregnancy test, sent it to David with the caption, you still have positive sperm. And that was all I said. That's all she said. And I remember I was in between flights and I was in the back of the aircraft trying to just stuff my face real quick. We don't have much time to eat. And I got a little sick to my stomach when I saw that text. <laughs> and my crew member was back there. I remember looking at the text message and just like, ghost-faced, like, O-M-G. No, no, <laughs> this isn't real. Like, she's pl- pulling a fast one on me. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it uh, turned out to be real. It is very real. So he went on Monday, took your sample in, and then two days later, the urologist called you personally. He did. He called me directly. I was on the road again, and he didn't know that we were pregnant yet, but he did call to say, like, hey, I looked at your sample under the microscope and you are still showing some positive uh, little swimmers. And I said, I know because my wife took two pregnancy tests and we're pregnant again. And he kind of went silent for a second and he's like, really? And I said, yes, sir. And he's like, well, I mean, as your urologist, I'm kind of conflicted here, but congratulations. And I said, thank you. Uh, we're a little in shock still, but um, yeah, we're we're definitely pregnant. So he uh, he said, you know, these things can happen. And with the sample that he saw, he said that there were still like three or four um, s- sperm still in the in like a microscopic sample of where there's supposed to be millions. And which is crazy. Uh, yes. Now he did say a month or two prior. There could have been a lot more. Correct. He did say that you so know, at the time a month of or two ago when we yeah. actually conceived that it, the count could have been a lot higher. But mm-hmm. at the time that I, that sample that I took was showing a very, very low count. So he said, he said that he thinks that the procedure was successful. Just 
has taken a little bit longer for uh, for my body to become sterile. Become sterile. So here we are, folks, pregnant after thinking our family was complete. Yep, so we thought it was the two boys. Uh, that was it. Yep. Y'all, we gave away everything. Everything. We gave away car seats. We gave away changing tables. We gave away... Maternity clothes. Oh, yes. Maternity clothes. I mean, everything. That Nursing bras. Everything that has to do with infants. It's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's gone. And Start fresh. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, it's okay. I mean, that's just... It is okay. It's, and it's, it is totally a blessing. We fully believe, you know, you've... I'm sure you've heard it before. We plan, God laughs. And I I described this to a friend of mine. Well, Amanda, who is also on the podcast um, with me usually. She already knows that we're pregnant. And when I told her, I said, I literally picture God belly laughing like Santa Claus when you got your vasectomy. Like, <laughs> you think a vasectomy can stop me. <laughs> but with that said, I have to ask you. Was there even one second that you thought, did my wife? No. Well, okay. So here's the a running joke with me at work is, you know, everybody always asks me, oh, oh you, you know, you got the two boys, you're going to try for the girl. And I'm like, oh, well, we're, we're done. We've, you know, we've, we've, we've planned for two boys and that's it. That's our family, you know, and I always joke with coworkers like, you know, Lindsay ends up pregnant again I'm gonna have to hire a divorce attorney <laughs> and you know always joking it gets a laugh or two and then it it actually happened <laughs> so, so I, I I don't didn't ever think that that was a possibility and because I just I, I know you too well and just for the record on this podcast David is the father so the test results are in <laughs> well actually they're not but I am the father yes you are I think. And you are. And today we had, it was our second doctor's appointment because we went and had um, the pregnancy confirmed and then they scheduled us for an ultrasound today. So we went because I I still didn't know up until today how far along I was um, because I didn't know when my last period was. So we went and had that. And for me, so before this appointment, I was still in shock thinking, how am I going to do this? How am I, you know, in my mind when I wanted, for me, wanting two kids was I have two eyes, two hands. And with your work schedule, anytime you work, you're gone. So it's me taking care of the kids all day, all night. But thinking about three, I'm still feeling really overwhelmed, like how am I going to do this? I know it's possible. Don't, I know women have done it for since the beginning of time. I'm not, I'm not that worried, but I'm just, it's still shocking to me. And you were feeling pretty excited. Mm -hmm. And then we went to the appointment and it became super, super real. But for me, visually seeing the baby, seeing the heartbeat, and it being like a terrific, really strong heartbeat, um, having the baby measured so that we knew how far along I was, having a due date, and 
kind of setting out a map of a plan helped me tremendously. And I'm like, okay, now I, I see it. I know it's real. And we're doing this. I mean, I think I we're saw having that a third baby. Come over you today in the appointment. Yes. You, yeah, you, you totally kind of just accepted it and we're going with it. Mm-hmm. I think I, I, I did have a little dose of reality in that uh, exam room. Just, I don't know. I was, I, I am excited. I think we're extremely blessed, but. You were a little bit I, more. I think when I saw the little heart beating and, you know, it just, I think as a father, I've done this a couple of times. I didn't ever think I was going to do this again. Mm-hmm. And now it's like super, I'm that visual person. And I saw that and it just kind of, it really did bring it home. Like, oh, wow. This is <laughs> it's uh, happening this, again. This is real. And it's not just one big joke. And she's really, <laughs> really going like committing to this one. It, uh, yeah, it, it, it was, it, it was good to see, I think. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous about a third baby and just the way our lives we were, you know, we're so dead set on having two boys, but I'm going with it. I think, like I said, we're extremely blessed. We are. I just thought it was funny that you and I kind of have like opposite reactions now after that appointment. Oh, no, I'm still excited about it. I know you are. I think it was just in that moment. It was just in that appointment. You're like, oh, man, mm-hmm. we we were sitting in there waiting for because I also got my initial blood work done today and we're sitting there getting ready to do that. But we're in the ultrasound room and David is seeing the monitors and you just kind of got fidgety all of a sudden. You're like, man, man, we're back here. (laughs) We're really back here. Yes. (laughs) But it is awesome. Um, We are recording this on my birthday. Today is October 30th. This was the launch of the podcast. Congratulations. Thank you, baby. That's super exciting. Thank you. I will not be... Um, sharing this episode until closer to Christmas because right before Christmas is when I will be entering into my second trimester. Um, And that's typically when you share the news that you're pregnant. Um, So I'm going to, I'm going to wait to do it then. But um, as of today, I am six weeks and four days pregnant And we are due June 20th. We had two C-sections before. And because I've had two, I will, I, with the practice that um, we're with, we have to definitely have a third C-section. It's the safest. And so that will probably be anywhere from June 13th to 16th, maybe 17th at the very, very latest um, somewhere around there, we will have a baby right before Emmett's second birthday. Mm-hmm. So, but we just, we wanted to come on here, share that news with you guys in this episode. I guess it's the grand vasectomy failing awesomely. The vasectomy, the, vas- the vasectomy, the vasectomy <laughs> definitely failed awesomely. It did fail awesomely. Wait, wait, before, before we wrap things up, oh, sure. you know, people are going to want to know. Like, what, what do you think you're having? Oh, well. It's a topic of discussion, Every everybody that we have talked to. 
I really, really, really do just want a healthy baby because I I have a lot of guilt not knowing that I was pregnant because I was I was taking medication that I shouldn't have been taking. Um, I was drinking wine. We had a couple of really awesome date nights. We we had one really awesome date night in that time. Okay. Um, and I I drank a decent amount of wine on that night, so I have some guilt over that simply because I never thought I would be pregnant again. So I I know that like there's I couldn't have known, but um. I have some guilt over that. So I just, I really, really, really want a healthy baby. Um, I'd love a girl because I, when people were asking me, oh, are you, are you guys going to have more? I said, no, because the only way I would have, I would choose to have a third is if God came down to earth and told me, Lindsay, you're going to have a third child and it's going to be a girl. Then I'd be like, okay, cool awesome because I've always I'm not gonna lie I love my two boys I would not trade them for anything I there is something so true about little boys and their mamas they love their mamas yes they do and I love that they love me that much but I always thought I would be the mom of a little girl I just really think that that bond's really special um and I, I did want to have that. I, I feel blessed with what I have. I, we will be blessed if it's another boy, but I would be lying to everybody if I said I didn't want a little girl. Fair enough. What's your, what's your call? Well, I kind of, you know, I feel the same way. I want a healthy baby, and I'm totally cool being a boy dad. Mm-hmm. You know, I just being a man, it's just easier to deal with things and. You know, boys are, I think, easier. I, because you're going to be emotionally destroyed if you have a daughter. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I can't deny that. I think, I don't know what you've shared in prior episodes, but this year has been a little crazy for it's me. Been very tough. And uh, losing my mom earlier in the year, I think it's kind of, it's just wild how things are working out. Cause she always, you know, she wanted us to have more kids and mm-hmm. if it is a little girl, it's kind of like, well, maybe she's, you know, sending this one down with God Yep. to us, boy or girl. I mean, I think boy that's what's happening, girl. but I feel like what I think, I think is so cool is you, you said, I wish I could tell my mom. Oh, absolutely. But she knew before we did. I know you say that. I think if we have a little boy, that's awesome. And, mm. you know, we'll just have a lot of testosterone around here <laughs> and broken walls and <laughs> that's fine. But if it is a little girl, I'll uh, absolutely be just in love and mm-hmm. uh, just I'll be done forever. <laughs> but it'll it'll be pretty cool, I think. It'll be awesome little, either way. I have little visions of me, like learning how to tie a ponytail and mm-hmm. dress up the girl in little tutus and take her mm-hmm. dance classes. And I know you love all the the Mickey Mouse oh. stuff down in Orlando. I don't know if we're allowed to say 
that kind of stuff you if you're can, not sponsored. I, I think you can. I don't know. We're not allowed to on the airplane. I was such a girly girl. Like I, my mom would, my mom is a seamstress, so she would make me outfits. I remember she told me she would make you like every princess dress yep. from scratch. Or like I had a, a Dorothy dress from The Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. and I every time I watched The Wizard of Oz, I would put on that dress. I had jellies that were red and sparkly. Mm. I would wear my jellies. So I'm not going to lie. I don't know what jellies are. Oh my gosh. Jellies were like the shoe of the 80s. Oh, okay. Yes, I know what those are. Yes. See, I think if we have a little girl, I'm just going to get schooled a lot on what being a little girl and that life is all about because I I didn't really grow up with the, uh, I didn't really grow up with the, like the princess movies and, and, uh, I mean, Peter Pan, stuff like that, but you know, Snow White and Cinderella and never really watched I hope if we have a girl that she is into that because... I for just your think, sake, like, I hope so too. With her, with having two older brothers, she could very well be a tomboy and it'll just be like having another boy. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we'll see. No you know, matter what. Our oldest it will be awesome. is definitely taking on the uh, the character trait that you have of being able to memorize songs after one yes. or two times. It's after wild. This. Lindsay can listen to a song once and she knows every single lyric and I cannot do that i have to run through it maybe like well, that was my times. job for a while well i understand that but i feel like you had that talent as a just forever yeah andrew can do it and he can yeah I, isn't that what we got to a little argument argument about that morning when the little tiff because he i said is <laughs> there is a song on the radio right now that has some profanity no and, no 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 it wasn't that that was after Oh, I thought that's what we got into. No. Okay. So the tiff was, I was already See, I flustered even, I don't even that remember day. what we were arguing oh, about. Oh, I will enlighten you. <laughs> <laughs> I was already having a rough time. I, I was having like a really rough two or three weeks. Now I know why. Um, <laughs> but I had Andrew in the car with me and we were going to pick something up from the grocery store and then I was going to... Um, grab some lunch to take home Mm -hmm. and I realized we were almost to the grocery store and I realized I forgot my wallet and I said shoot dang oh that's right and David got upset with me for saying shoot dang in front of our child because it's just a way to cover up swear words which to a degree I understand your logic but I felt like I was really upset. I was being really nitpicky. You are being really nitpicky. And I learned really quickly that I have to kind of pick my battles a little, a little wiser, more wisely is, mm-hmm. is the term. Yes. Um, that was pretty minuscule in the whole grand scheme of things. But I, I did apologize pretty quickly. I think I said something along the lines of, you know, you you do a really good job. I shouldn't really be worrying about that kind of stuff yeah i know you're doing the best you can Mm -hmm. i'm really really sorry (laughs) you're like the most beautiful wife (laughs) ever and just so incredible just stop okay so then this translates over so then the air very well so then what the what the tiff was a few days later was andrew started singing lyrics to a song that i know has 
very, very, very bad language in it. And I have never played it. But the only time I ever even heard this song has been in the car with you. And recently, you had taken the boys with you to go run some errands. (laughs) And so I know they had to have heard the song in your car with you. And I was irate because I'm like, I can't say shoot, dang. But you can play music in the car that then gets repeated. I guess Andrew is older. Old enough now to he can rap me out. Yeah, I like I like the uh, the dirty rap music. Well, not cool, Garcia. I apologize. Mm-hmm. I I, had, I changed the settings on my Spotify to uh, the explicit Clean. lyrics are gone, and I did find that that song is actually out there without the bad words. Mm. It says like "forget you" instead of mm. the other version. Nice. It's actually not bad. Hmm. That's Maybe we swell can listen to, know. to it. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky. You're cute. Maybe we should wrap this up. Yes, we should wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for listening to our news, um, our vasectomy fail that turned awesome. Because now we have a little blessing on the way that we get to welcome in June of 2020. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for having me. Thank you.